I guess there's a reading of this where like the entire later half of the movie all takes place in her head as she's like no, in a coma in yeah. the hospital. Uh, that's on like, the DVD. Yeah, that's a DVD extra barely clinging to life. <laughs> Sunday scaries. Me in a place that's like, hey, hey, funny guy, be funny. No, you don't have to be funny. You just have to, you <laughs> no, just have to sit like, there and let me talk. I'm saying like, this guy knows about movies. <laughs> yeah, which if I was listening to myself over, if I was you, mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, I'm fucking smart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds, it's like, oh man, I was bullshitting my way through that conversation. <laughs> like, look how, look how mm. well I fucking spin that yarn. Yeah, yeah I, could, I could trick anybody. <laughs> yeah, I got those dudes. <laughs> These people don't know shit. There's like, there's, a, there's a folding in of like the fucking like imposter syndrome whenever you start hear, hearing it in your own voice and you're like oh, yeah. it becomes a dissociative kind of thing and it's, or you uh, just believe your own yeah that did happen yeah you like just start convincing you're, myself yeah, creating yeah. these memories in your yeah. brain like yeah that was that was a real thing yeah for we, sure we I'm tell the stories about our lives and then try to live them out mm-hmm. and that's a gaslighting yeah. the gaslighter yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny so many references also he like has uh that's him trying to be quentin tarantino or something with the mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of moments and we'll get to it uh yeah. hey it's uh sunday scares it's a podcast about horror movies where each week we take a deep dive into a specific film and try to find connections between that film and other movies within the genre in this series we're talking about slashers and uh this week we're putting a nice little capstone a little a little bow a little button uh on that slasher series with one of the i think sweetest most romantic horror comedies mm-hmm. that's out there uh what did we watch we watch tucker, tucker and dale, dale verse Evil. No! We got your friend! They captured Allison! Oh! It's the pancakes! You hate pancakes! I'm, I'm gonna make you something else! That's a long okay. title to try to yeah. coordinate. <laughs> I realize that. You're, like, you're I... like queuing us yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see this, Travis is the fucking composer. And up and, and down. down. <laughs> this was, so I didn't realize you had never seen this before. Nope. Seriously, that's, that's awesome. A, I mean, that's what happens with most of the movies on this, these lists. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, like I've said plenty of times before, it gives a reason to watch like with purpose. And just reminds me of shit that I forgot about years ago and should have watched that yeah this one was i i guess i i kind of assume this one's more popular than it actually is because i think it's it's actually kind of looked over by a lot of people was have you seen this before no no yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. dude. 2010 Fuck i yeah. had a bunch of shit going on yeah dude yeah. <laughs> i was a little busy back then yeah well <laughs> no. even i mean the release in what was it 2010 or 2011 yeah it's a cool kind of yeah it was like it wasn't a very large release. No. It was very limited yeah. theatrical release. Yeah, we can get the numbers here in a little bit because it's, yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's it hilarious, deserves, though. It deserves a lot more. It is. It's it's a hilariously underrated movie, uh, in my opinion. And, yeah, I mean, the numbers kind of say the same thing. But it's also just a weird... I don't know. Like, for, for how good that I think this movie is, it's just such a weird movie to have come about. Because the guy, uh, Eli Craig, hasn't made a whole lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a confluence of a bunch of, like, really weird, you know, things coming together and making a... a really awesome movie in my opinion so yeah. you watched it you made a accordion watch it she like it mm-hmm. oh yeah she loved oh, it yeah nice i mean i manipulated her with that. <laughs> <laughs> so i sent a group text to travis kyra and courtney and i said what do you think the chances are of me making courtney watch this movie with us and then travis and kyra bullied her into it oh mm-hmm. nice yeah pretty much so she could not do it yeah 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 bullied i mean like soft bullied it's a uh, i just i just pitched <laughs> just a movie some again soft core bullying <laughs> yeah no, it was great <laughs> Uh, 
But you said this is your first time. Uh, by the way, okay, so today uh, it's me and Tyler. Uh, Travis mm-hmm. is here. Uh, hey, Tyler. It's me. Tyler. And uh, <laughs> we have uh, Jeff here today. Hi. What's up, Jeff? I'm Jeff. Jeff is one of our uh, Jeff, one of Jeff. one of our oldest friends too, and uh, has a has a, has a knack for film and TV, and is also just a cool guy to hang out with. And so, thanks, we wanted man. you to come and uh, watch one of the one of my favorite movies with me. I'm auditioning for my uh, position three in this uh, podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll we'll get you back on the calendar the here shortly. Yeah, we'll put you in the rotation. Um, get yeah, him in the bullpen. Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's kind of what it's become. It's like a bullpen go. of guests that like we that. Just, that we just kind of call up whenever uh, whenever somebody sends well, I mean, too many it's pitches. Even, you're the constant. Yeah, my I'm the uh, schedule third base coach. Sucks. In this analogy, <laughs> so I, half the time I'm not here either. Yeah, but it's just a rotating cast of characters. You yeah. never know who you're gonna get. No, I like it that way though. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like yeah, it's a nice little. Every episode's like a little grab bag of uh-huh. uh, of a uh, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Gonna my coworker was like, oh, I want to listen to your podcast, and she downloaded an episode for mm-hmm. uh, to listen on a flight. And it was one I wasn't on. <laughs> and I was like, you don't give a shit about me at all, dude. Yeah, you hadn't seen this either? You, uh, you said when mm-hmm. it came out? That's awesome. I remember seeing the uh, poster and being like, oh, that's going to be fun. <laughs> it's, yeah, y- I've seen the like the poster all over streaming services yeah. for like the last 10 years. But yeah. I just never, mm-hmm. never clicked on it. It's like, you're going to like this. Trust me. Yeah. Streaming service says. It is, and it's it's the like like I said, it's one of the best like little buddy comedies, uh, romantic comedies that's uh, that's out there. Uh, so yeah, directed by Eli Craig, uh, mm-hmm. starring Tyler Labine as Dale, Alan Tudyk as Tucker, and Katrina Bowden as Allison. Uh, the in this movie, two lovable hillbillies, T- Tucker and Dale, are on vacation fixing up a dilapidated mountain cabin in West Virginia, uh, where they encounter a group of preppy college students who mistake them for crazed murderers. And what ensues is a bloody romantic comedy of epic proportions. Um, so yeah, like we said, this premieres in uh, 2010 at the Sundance Sam- uh, Film Festival mm-hmm. uh, in January, and then later it's released at uh, South, South by Southwest mm-hmm. in March of that year. And I don't know if you've seen. Okay, this is the most like uh, South by kind of release of this movie too. I don't know if you've watched any interviews of Eli Craig or anything uh, mm-hmm. from that era. So there's up on if you look him up, there's some interviews of him uh, doing like the panel talks and everything at South by Southwest, where they basically have you know the crowd shows up and he they they have an interview come in and have him you know talk about the movie and soft pitch it to everybody. And his his interviews, I don't. This guy is just so fucking weird. I don't know if you like looked up like what he looks like or heard him talk at all or anything, but he's a He's such an interesting character who has like no other credits to his name. He's literally directed like two other things and then like one episode of a TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed the uh, TV movie version of Zombieland, uh, and then <laughs> okay, also... I was confused by that because as I was looking up, like you know, I'm looking at like his film credits yeah. on IMDb, and it's like director Zombieland, and I'm like. No, surely not no. that one. No, like no. Not with did Woody I miss Harrelson. something? Here? Not with Emma Stone. No, yeah. it's uh, it's the TV movie version of Zombieland, uh, and then a movie in 2017 was the most recent thing that he directed. Uh, like called Little Evil. Yeah, or Little something? Evil is this like it's basically it looks like a um, like a satire of uh, of the Omen essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, starring, Adam Scott's mm-hmm. in it. Right? Yeah, Evangeline yeah. Lilly and Adam Scott, which is a weird. I I don't know. I actually might check that out because that sounds hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it just looks like a spoof of of the Omen, but. But essentially, he's like a he. He's like a, like an outdoorsy, like hiking, mountain hiking, camping, woodsy type who just decided to go and direct a movie at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just something that he wanted to try. In his interviews, he's one of those guys where he you can tell he he likes to work in conversations about you know summiting whatever peak. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean, if you look at him, you're like, yeah, that's like, <laughs> like that guy checks you out. Run into yeah. a trail yeah. somewhere. 
but for, for for all that he seems like a pretty cool guy like he hangs out in south by and it's so there's this one interview he does in south by in 2010 uh where he's talking to an interviewer who who clearly has not done or seen done any background work or seen the mm-hmm. movie at all and it's just the most like miserable question asking <laughs> process where he's like yeah so this movie uh the horror and the comedy thing. You kind of wanted to work that in together into a whole, and he's like, he's like, yeah, we wanted it to be funny. Uh, that was kind of the idea. Um, and Does that a, answer your question? Yeah. They get to a question he has about like, uh, they ask him about, um, so this movie has a lot of kills in it. They ask him about, you know, practical effects and everything. And he says, the interview is like, oh, so did you have to do a lot of uh, special effects to achieve all those scenes? And he starts, he tries to do this bit where he's like, oh, no, we actually threw somebody in a wood chipper. Uh, <laughs> and then we just had, like, the blood spurt out on Katrina Bowden. And it was, you know, it was great. Uh, you know, we were lucky enough to catch that on camera. And the interview was just totally not writing the bit out. He's, yeah. he's just kind of, like, stopping. And so he has to, like, pivot quickly to be like, oh, yeah, no, but it was great uh, having a cool, like, <laughs> yeah. experience like that. Um, he seems So he seems like a nice dude who, like, mm-hmm. has a sense of humor and clearly from like this script uh and this movie the way it turned out it's i don't know he seems like a he's a good filmmaker obviously yeah. um seems like a dude i'd hang out with yeah yeah it's a <laughs> it's a fun fucking movie mm-hmm. um and also it just has amazing people in it so uh yeah we can talk about the plot of this movie for a but second he wrote the movie too right? yeah it's so mm-hmm. it's yeah eli craig and he has a co-writer uh morgan, morgan jurgensen, jurgensen. Um, who wrote on it with him so yeah we have uh tucker and dale uh dale played by uh, Tyler Labine, Alan Tudyk playing Tucker. Um, they are driving off into their West Virginia uh, cabin to go uh, have a little vacation and fix up their new rental, their new vacation home property mm-hmm. um, where they encounter this uh, Scooby-Doo gang of, uh, of college kids. Um, Basically like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre van. Yeah, at the exactly. Gas station. Yeah. yeah. And which, which sets up the, uh, the trope of this entire movie being yeah. essentially just a, a, a reproduction of every, of every horror movie that's ever been made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, hillbilly horror. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a total, uh, we'll talk about the exploitation kind of that's thing. That's the term that I was waiting. Yeah. To yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's like of, of it's all anti exploitation. Yeah. It's yeah. like this movie obviously wasn't, it wasn't, pitched as you know any kind of like highbrow or there wasn't anything like deep you know i, I think behind you know behind the eyes of the, of the writers here but there's some i don't know there's some subtle elements that you can pick tease out and oh, kind of sure. like you know point to yeah it's very similar um, to how like x does the black exploitation thing yeah but like in a self-aware manner you know mm-hmm. i think that was probably a little more pointed mm-hmm. than what eli was trying to do with this yeah i think and, it just kind of happened this way because it's hilarious and then also in x just like yeah even just the the uh, explicit you know, like ex- exploitation and like sexual mm-hmm. content of a, of a slasher and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely like an undertone in this one that they may have like accidentally fallen back into. Um, yeah, right at the very top, you know, they, they get to their gas station, right? And they have like a little boy pumping water at the well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's reading off like the the grocer is listing off like all the, the supplies and everything that they're picking up as the college kids. Katrina Bowden is like wandering the shelves yeah. looking for a beer. And he's like, all right, you got your hacksaws. You got, your, you got your, your brush clearing side. Brush clearing side. <laughs> you got your meat hooks. Yeah. Uh, he's like, all right, read that back to me again. Um, and the beginning of, of uh, fucking Alan Tudyk's character, dude. Like, he's, god damn it. He's a. I love Alan Tudyk. He's such a. So I never watched. Did you ever watch, like, Firefly or anything? Mm. Yeah. I never I got didn't into it. make it all the way through it, but. Well, and he was in Rogue One, too. Yeah. He was uh, the, the robot, mm. right? Uh, he's been in a lot of Disney stuff. 
but I never knew him. Like, I guess I didn't see Firefly because I feel like that's him at his prime, right? Like, I would say, yeah, so. but I mean, he wasn't like that big of a character. He was like the pilot guy, right? And right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like in um, he's the bad guy in that new, not new, but that HBO show where there's like a a misfit gang of superheroes. Is it uh? Oh fuck! What am I thinking? I Doomsday? Or, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Do- yeah. Doom, Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he's the mm-hmm. bad guy. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's and also. He's I a- always kind of didn't like him. Sorry to cut you off. Oh, you're fine. No, uh, he- but this made me like go. Oh my god, I love this guy. He's yeah. funny. Uh, Personally, not- yeah. This and that and that uh, that show Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Also, a Night's Tale. A Night's Tale. That's right. <laughs> of course. He's like, he's the knight's like surf. In, yeah. In that, and he kills it in Night's Tale too. Yeah. He's an iRobot as Sonny. Yeah. Uh, he's in uh, the new, I think we've recommended it before, the new animated uh, Harley Quinn show on nice. uh, HBO. Mm-hmm. He plays Clayface and uh, does the voice of the Joker as well. Because um, he's a huge, yeah, his, his voice acting career, I think, is why he has like, you know, 10 credits a year. He's constantly. Yeah, if you look through that, like he voices Alfred. Like, yeah. If you look through his credits, most of it's voice acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's another guy though where you watch him do he he's a he's like a Juilliard trained like he's he's a serious you know theater actor I think as well and like you watch him do interviews and he's one of those people who seems to like he he seems like he's always sort of just like outside of the normal world whenever he's in an interviews um, mm-hmm. people call like walk up and try to ask him like very innocuous like stupid you know soft pitch red carpet interview questions and he always seems flabbergasted like he doesn't like know where he is or like <laughs> why this is even happening and uh to the point where it the interviews like dissolve into like an interviewer prompting him to do one of the voices from a show like he's like a trained monkey and yeah sort of they a, don't know what to do yeah hey, he, funny he, man tell he, a joke yeah he's, he's like do the voice do the voice <laughs> like there's literally one where they're like oh what what, what were the 12 uh roles you did uh for disney in the last couple of years and he's like well and he just starts listening him off and going through his list of voices and everything and you're like mm-hmm. oh come on treat it's like fucking rain man yeah treat alan <laughs> with some respect yeah yeah uh, yeah, at the beginning of this movie though, they're at this gas station, and uh, they we we set up, or I guess that we should talk about like the cold opening real quick too. They 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 start with that like found footage uh, slasher yeah. element, right? Mm-hmm. Of the hillbilly um, murders mm-hmm. twenty years ago, which I mean is basically it's set up the same as the intro to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. Where you're like hearing these news reports of these grisly things that happened in this area of West Virginia, yeah. And then they cut to West Virginia. It's like the, I mean, the homage there is. Everything's pretty on the blatant. nose, yeah. yeah, and it's awesome. But it's the uh, it, it, this entire movie boils down to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like stirred in a pot with Evil Dead, mm-hmm. which is the yeah the I mean the house too. When we get to it, is it, it's a perfect replication of that of that mm-hmm. house from the Evil Dead. Yeah, um, I thought like Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, the Hills Have yeah, Eyes too. It. There's a big. It's like the yeah the, the weird uh, like mutated murder cannibals or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, at, in this first opening scene, we get uh, the, we introduce like all the annoying preppy kids. Um, you get Chad, the uh, the the most Chad. despicable <laughs> like Chad. caricature of a fucking yeah. prep asshole, played by Jesse Moss. Mm-hmm. Jesse right? Moss, yeah, who is in a he's in Final, Final Destination, Destination. Yeah. yeah, which this all everything all comes together. Yeah, circles back, yeah. <laughs> Um, he's also in the movie uh, The Uninvited from 2009 uh, as mm. Matt. I don't know if you ever saw that. Mm-mm. I didn't, didn't catch. I didn't seem he's always a single syllable uh, name guy. He looks like a guy. Like hey, there's not much Chad. going on there. You're a white guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His his collar is perpetually popped throughout yeah. the entire movie. It is. Uh, he has. Uh, yeah, he starched it. <laughs> he comes <laughs> off as an asshole right at the very beginning. Mm. Uh, they have to stop for beer. 
and then we introduce our lovable Tucker and Dale. Dale is a uh, he's he's immediately smitten as soon as he lays eyes upon uh, Katrina Bowden. The other oh college kids. my god, who's not though? Yeah, seriously, like she's yeah. she's <laughs> fucking adorable. Yeah, uh, and he's he's sitting there in a, with a giant jar of pickled eggs. Uh, yeah, just like sitting like when they're first having that <laughs> f- first conversation. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, and he's so Dale is so he's so innocent and just mm-hmm. they, he just wants he's just he's just so smitten and just wants love. And uh, Tucker's doing a great job of trying to talk him up and trying to uh, to to give him a little confidence boost. Yeah. To, to go, go over and there talk and talk to, talk to her. Yeah, you won't know unless you talk to her. That's the worst that could happen with the uh, giant the wor- scythe. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing you could do is approach her with a scythe. <laughs> Y'all going just start camping? Bu- bumbling over your words. Yeah. But that joke is just on the nose too. He's the reaper. Walking yeah. over to, a, and then he does classic hillbilly horror. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He like starts <laughs> giggling, you know. <laughs> yeah, then he laughs maniacally, like like Chuck oh, yeah. Mosley from well, uh, the Doctor tells him, yeah, just smile and laugh. Nah. So he's like, <laughs> <laughs> with crazy fucking eyes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh, they have their first encounter and scare the shit out of all the college kids, and then everybody makes off uh, for their different locations. Uh, I guess it just so happens that the cabin where they're going to stay and that they're renovating is also like, located next right to the campsite. To, yeah. The when he first tells her, uh, go and go go and tell her, uh, or tells him, go and tell her that you have a vacation home. I thought it was a joke, like written in as like a bro dude, like hey, go and tell her you have a vacation home. You have a lot of money, you know. I and then they're really going to a vacation home. I was like, oh, I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sweet that bit too. The way that they they so genuinely treat this like this uh, vacation home uh, when they get to it. It's it's a nice cabin. Like the idea hmm. that they're they're just so enchanted that they have their own little spot yeah. to go and like fix up. Yeah, like they've made it. Yeah, I'm so happy. That Which honestly, so it. if we like this house, uh, if we look this up on Zillow now, like, what do you would think it would go for? Like, that's like a in I the mean, condition here, it's in. Yeah, here in North Texas, that's like a four hundred thousand dollar property. Oh, for sure. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, it's like a ramshackle house with all the boards and everything on the yeah. windows. Uh, but it's I mean, it's it's got some square footage. That's nice. It's got an yeah. outhouse yeah. and an, like an outdoor like uh, shed and everything. Mm-hmm. It is so. Yeah, it's it's basically like. Pillar for pillar, it is the house from the Evil, evil Dead. Dead. For sure. Um, even the way it's shot, it's the the isolated cabin, like right in the middle of you know a grove of yeah. very thin trees, uh, and even the structure. Yeah, the idea that it has the 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 um, the shed next to it with the outhouse and the exact placement from Evil Dead. Like the windows are even like boarded up the exact same, and I think mm-hmm. the porch swing is in the in the exact same right spot. spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when they they're exploring the interior too, like it's designed to made and and look like the like the house that Ash and them like wander around in. Mm-hmm. Um, the house is is uh, littered with all of the uh, like the the memorabilia and news clippings of the serial killer. I guess the ideas were led to believe that this was like the hideout, right, of where the serial killer yeah. from the beginning of the movie lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they walk in and there's it looks like an investi- like a detective's investigator right. board, mm-hmm. like Charlie Day. Yeah, red string the everywhere. Yeah, web, yeah, yeah. it's all about the murders, and there's one that's like by it's some like food thing. Right? Yeah, like, it's buy the three weenie. get two free, and that's the one that they. It's like <laughs> yeah. corn dog. They don't pay attention yeah. <laughs> no expiration date. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. They uh yeah they they wander around that house uh and uh like pick at all the knickknacks and everything and then they uh, set off to go fishing. Um on the way there we forget yeah their their little share their encounter with the sheriff who is also like the harbinger. Uh, who's like mm-hmm. you go up those you don't hills? Want to, you don't want to go out there. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. nothing but nothing but pain but and suffering. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> evil. 
They uh, they go fishing, and uh, I think this is like the the closest to like a Camp Crystal Lake reference that we get to. Um, they're they're out on the water drinking their beer brand beer. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, awesome! By the way, yeah, they have. Yeah. I mean, they're drinking Millers at one point, yeah. but it's just the the beer and Pabst. Yeah, yeah they, they and the rest of the movie is PBR. Yeah, um, and then the beer is also treated in this movie as like the the universal like it's like a panacea you can use it for yeah. anything mm-hmm. he's constantly just like pouring, pouring it on it his face wounds. oh <laughs> my like god open amazing um, yeah that was apparently like Al- alan tudyk's like ad lib was yeah. kind of just like improvising and pouring beer <laughs> with all the over beer, himself with, with the beast things that mm-hmm. oh man yeah. that was genius yeah um the whole uh, all the college that's kids juilliard just, right there that's that's what you get from a <laughs> juilliard trained actor <laughs> Uh, all the college kids and everything go and they are camping and uh, telling scary stories about uh, the, the the murders that we saw murders, at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah, what was it? The uh, the Memorial Day Massacre mm-hmm. is what it's called, um, in which we learned that Chad's <laughs> parents were uh, were murdered along with uh, a whole crew of kids much like themselves. Yeah. Um, Sorry all your friends were massacred. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had nothing do you to feel do better than that? that? <laughs> um, and then... An, Inevitably, they decide to go skinny dipping. Yeah, right. That's like you do. The next, yeah, in yeah. the middle of the night in some fucking swamp in West Virginia. Normal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? It's like Todd or one of them is like is like I'm not taking my clothes off. Like, yeah. <laughs> is it never like, nude? Yeah. Is it never nude? <laughs> um, but it, when they as they skinny dip, uh, Kachita Bowden's character Allison uh, is climbing up on a rock. Uh, I love whenever so whenever they're doing that, she's like stripping down, and you, we're, we're kind of like getting to like what would be like a classic exploitation scene. Uh, and Dale's like trying to cover his eyes, like right. while Alan Tudyk is like sw- like trying to row them Paddle closer yeah. to, <laughs> to where they're at. Um, but then she like slips and falls and bangs her head, and so they go to rescue yeah, her because they spook the... her. She looks over. Yeah, Dale and Duck are just sitting there in the boat, like <laughs> staring at her. Uh, and she, she gets her first head bonk of the yeah movie. of of all the head bonks like man this is like this is the CTE level of uh, of, of big, brain damage big by the bonk. yeah yeah big, big, big bonk, bonk energy by the end of this movie she would be I don't know I guess there's a reading of this where like the entire later half of the movie all takes place in her head as she's like no, in a coma actually, in the yeah. hospital uh, that's on like, the DVD yeah that's a DVD extra barely clean to life <laughs> uh, there is a DVD extra actually that talking about that there's a apparently there's an entire like 15 minute version of this movie all from the perspective of the college kids oh yeah uh, like making them evil yeah portraying tucker and dale as yeah. actually like sinister yeah. murderers and everything you cut out all like the heartfelt parts yeah it's actually a exploitation movie great yeah. That's, yeah. that's my sundays searching for that yeah i'm sure it's up there like, <laughs> i was good at google yeah. Oh, yeah yeah good point um but they yeah they rescue allison and then everybody else runs off because they're scared <laughs> they they and we they set off the trove that we we got your friend yeah uh, <laughs> Because the way yeah. they come off, is... she falls in the water, and they're like saving her. Yeah. But the, yeah. all the other kids just see them like paddling away with her. Yeah. In the boat. Um, I feel like then... they didn't even paddle away at first. They go, "We got your friend," and they're like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they go, they run away. <laughs> they leave their friend. Yeah. That's yeah. what she says. Like she's they they fucking left me. <laughs> uh, and then. <clears throat> Dale tries to leave a message behind mm-hmm. and carves into a piece of wood. Oh, that doesn't happen until way later. Yeah. Oh, is that that's, like, that's, that's like way, after she wakes up? Yeah, right? that's way okay. later after they've, uh, yeah, I think one they've person's already died at that house. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but it right. is the same message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we got, got your friend. We got your friend. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, an axe carving. <laughs> But Allison wakes up in uh, Tucker and Dale's cabin, and uh, we we get our, we get the the meet cute where they're interacting for the first time. He comes out with pancakes, and she screams she at him. She's terrible. like, "Oh no, you don't like pancakes! <laughs> <laughs> I knew I should have asked you." <laughs> then he comes out with like a beautiful breakfast in bed. Yeah, yeah bacon with, with the flowers with the daisies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
adorable. And we meet Jangers, uh, lovable mm-hmm. giant bulldog. Uh, well, speaking of the bonk, uh, doesn't she take that bandaid bandage off? Which is funny, just a wrapped gauze. It's, yeah, it's just and like there's around nothing. the outside. No, of there's her nothing. Head. There. She's still no. perfect, and her hair is perfect. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. Yeah, and her no outfits. Bruise. Yeah, she she starts off wearing like one of the like one of the guy's flannels, I guess. Yeah, uh, and, but, and she has a mm-hmm. um, a wife beater on, which. Makes it seem like they dressed her in some weird way, but not ever. Yeah, they, I, I'm glad they didn't address whatever happened off screen for that to, for that all to work out. But yeah. but assuming what we learned, that you know, Dale's they're all stand up guys, so we assume yeah. that everything worked out was on the up and up. I guess there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they get they have their little meet cute, and they start doing uh, they they have a little conversation over Trivial Pursuit, um, and uh, we learn who the fifth president of the United States was. Uh, and this is where we learn that Dale just remembers everything remembers a little bit of everything. yeah there's yeah. that the element where yeah. he's like he's like a savant he's mm-hmm. like he has like a photographic memory or something um and uh this is where we get the the chainsaw scene with the the beehive uh the first <laughs> and the first murder of uh of mitch um alan tudyk is outside you know trying to do trying to do chores and i guess clear the brush and everything and uh this is another one of the texas chainsaw massacre references where he's like sawing into a a log inside the log there's a, a wasp's nest or a beehive and yeah. he cuts right into it and releases all the bees which causes him to like run around dancing just <laughs> With, like Leatherface yeah, from just like the final yeah. scene of Texas oh Chainsaw Massacre swinging it around because that's what it looks like it looks like when Leatherface is doing ballet at the end yeah. of Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre exactly it was uh, amazing yeah mm-hmm. he uh Mitch is uh Mitch one of the uh, college kids is the the most like ghoulish looking one with his he's got like a uh, like a mechanics work shirt on uh-huh. uh, and he's uh, they were they they had conspired outside to try to like sneak up and uh, and knock he on the lost, door. Oh yeah, the paper rock scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says, best five best five out of seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. lost there. Um, <laughs> need Charlie Brown's off. <laughs> okay. Uh, but right as he's walking up, Alan Tudyk, yeah, runs out the, from the side of the house, waving around the chainsaw. So everybody takes off into the woods, uh, mm. and we get the the, the scene. They're of just him. like running alongside each other yeah. in the woods, looking <laughs> at each other. Like. There's like a moment of realization as he's like looking to his left and sees Alan Tudyk, who's just as confused as to why this little kid is running away from him. Mm. Uh, and then he just plunges himself into a uh, into, into a, a, a tree branch. branch. Yeah, yeah. Um, impales him. Yeah. Uh, and then I, you see the look on his face, like after there's yeah. a moment oh, of realization, man. yeah, where he yeah. sees he's the like, bee fuck. land on his nose, yeah. and he's like, oh, "This is Shit. it. This is the moment." Well, I think it was almost even right even before. It's like what you're saying. He like they Looked catch over. eyes, and he's like, "Why yeah. the fuck is he running past me?" Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. It can, kind of continues as a theme. Like every one of them are like, even when that guy falls the second time, like, "What the fuck are you guys doing in this hole?" Yeah. <laughs> but. Okay, so uh, whenever this guy wrote this movie, I was thinking while he was like, this must be the scene. Because it does have like an overall theme-ish, except when it gets near the end, which we'll talk about. But uh, it seems like he just, uh, that scene right there was like, okay, think about this scene. He cuts into bees, and then let's write a a whole movie around it. (laughs) Yeah, he just has like the set pieces and the bits. Yeah. Yeah, the the kills in this movie are fucking, are are perfect. I love, they're they're super creative, and I think Mm -hmm. they use like a lot of the tropes that we've seen from other slashers and everything. Uh, There's only like a couple of impalements, but or like duplicate kills i guess whatever, yeah right we get the one guy uh i, I want to do tyler's kill corner here in a second to talk about like how like how, kill how fatal some of these uh some of these deaths actually were these uh these deaths would be yeah um, mm-hmm. but they they do escalate and hilariousness too mm-hmm. uh by the end of it because at this point they 
they've killed Mitch and uh, or Mitch has killed himself, and we, they, <laughs> it sets off like the chain of events where they they yeah. basically like they they're convinced now that both Tucker and Dale are uh, are, are about to yeah. have to murder all yeah. of them because they find the body, and then Chad is like, "We we were in a battle for survival." Yeah. Yeah, and we start. We kind of first start getting hints that Chad is like off his rocker. Like he's mm-hmm. he's 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 talks about how few people ever get the chance to you know to experience something like this. Yeah, um, and this is going to be their story. Yeah, right? yeah, uh, their claim to fame. I think this is at this is at the point where they give uh, they give Todd the out. They're like, well, maybe somebody should take the car, and he's like, all right, I'll do it, and then just like fucks yeah. off. Yeah. He like yeah. runs away and then trips as he's like running like off in the background, mm. um, and then the rest of them are are getting ready to go and try to like murder Tucker and Dale. Um, this is also the point I think where we first get. I think this is where um, Tucker and Dale carve the uh, the message into the wood because they come out mm. trying to uh, trying to find them again, and they've run off, but they find the axe like stuck in the in the tree branch, and they say, "Well, th- I need a, I need a message." And he's like, "With what?" Said, this will work right here, mm. and so they carve. Uh, we got your friend. Uh, teenagers, <laughs> whatever he's like, teenagers. <laughs> we got your friend. They're college kids. Yeah, say it louder. <laughs> uh, they get back to the cabin, and and Alan Tudyk has to has to go pour beer all over his uh, his bee stung face. Mm, just rub it all over his. I mean, they don't have. So they're about to dig an outhouse after this, right? Right. We, we have to assume Shield. this place doesn't have running water. Yeah. So probably the cleanest, most sterile thing that he can wash himself with. Is the beer? Yeah, it's that just makes a sense. logical choice, right? I mean, it wouldn't like. I mean, I guess that's what I would probably do too if I was like. I mean, one would think maybe you should bring like some water. Yeah, but they didn't. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, yeah, you but, got beer. Yeah, your beer, your beer brand beer. Yeah, that's enough. Um, but the uh, I forget what he. I should have written this down, but what he whatever he says, but he's spitting while that beer is going all over his face. <laughs> <laughs> It's brilliant. Yeah, that was all Alan Tudyk's idea, mm-hmm. uh, from what I understand. He's a. If you look at like the script for this movie, there's like, there's some stuff in there, but they only shot for like thirty days, so so much of it is improvisation, and you can tell that's where like it really relies on like Alan Tudyk like coming out and just being fucking hilarious. Being himself, yeah, <laughs> yeah. At this point, uh, the I think the college kids are they're conspiring to uh, to go and murder them. Um, Allison has gone out with uh, Dale, and they're, that's when they're digging the shithole. Uh, mm-hmm. and everything and so the the college kids have equipped themselves with like a, like a speed like a makeshift spear uh and whatever like other weapons they can find chad has his axe and he's just like skulking around in the woods um and then yeah, we get no, the other sec- guy has like a tiny little blade yeah he's like got the a little like pocket knife, knife or something um <laughs> he has a pin yeah and allison goes out there he's like i used to, i grew up on a farm i'll help you dale you can tell that they're starting to like understand yeah. each other and then meanwhile the college kids in the woods are like, they're making her dig her own grave. Like, <laughs> she's swinging a pickaxe and he's just sitting there admiring her. Like watching her. her. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the college kids attack her. Uh, and then in the course of that, Todd accidentally uh, impales himself on a stake. They're like, they're in the pit, like in the shithole or whatever. And then this is also where Dale bonks Allison for the second time because he whips around with a the shovel. They both fall in the pit. Mm-hmm. And then the kid on his own makeshift spear impales himself there. Uh, and then at the same time, Tucker is in the back, like next to the wood ch- chipper, and Mike, the other college kid, <laughs> runs and like pl- like just dives, dives head like- first into it. Uh, it's the guy with the pin. Yeah, he, he like goes. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, 
the other kids, I guess, like, you know, they see all this happening. They assume that Tucker and Dale were the ones that just murdered uh, Todd uh, and Mike. And so they, they fucking run off, too. Uh, and this is where we get Tucker and Dale sort of, like, coming to the conclusion that the kids are in a suicide pact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're trying to get... Like Allison wanted out. Yeah, that's why she doesn't want anything to do with them because she doesn't want to kill herself, and they're all actively killing themselves around her <laughs> while trying to kill her, get her back into their suicide cult. Uh, this this is the whole bit where it's just played like I don't know. They started brainstorming about how he's like, well, we should go to the cops, and he's like, the cops. It's like, <laughs> don't oh, Alan, yeah, we've Alan had a doozy of a day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're just gonna go we're tell just them. out here, and all these kids are killing themselves all over my property. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then they repeat that exact speech whenever the sheriff shows up here mm-hmm. in a second too. Um, but I just love the image of them like they each they each grab a leg of the kid of Mike who plunged himself into the wood chipper, and they're uh, trying to yank him out of the wood chipper. Yeah, and they're like to the to the left, <laughs> and they get him out, and they say he's pretty heavy for half a guy, um, <laughs> and start dragging him out across uh, the front yard. Um, and that's when the cop. Yeah, the cop comes up. back with the kid uh, who had the car. I thought it was Todd. Maybe it was the other one. Was it Chuck or Todd? One of them. But the striped shirt, yeah, too. Yeah, they're all very... They're, yeah. they're, really, they're you interchangeable. you just need to know Allison and Chad. Yeah. The rest are just college kid. One college Deaths, kid, too. Yeah. yeah, but then we get... Sh- the, the sheriff comes back, uh, and we think that Tucker and Dill are in for... They're in for it now because he's he's actually here to to exact justice and mm-hmm. and uh, figure out the situation. But they so they're out there and they repeat the exact same thing to him mm-hmm. that they were like talking about earlier. They t- they talk about how they've had a doozy of a day. <laughs> all these college kids showed up and just started killing themselves all over the property. Um, so he uh, he asked them to go inside to go see what they've done to Allison. Uh, and while they're in there, uh, we get the uh, the murder of the sheriff who. Mm-hmm leans on the one pillar in the house that you can't lean on uh yeah, which is meant it's mentioned early like they set it yeah. up early yeah the, in er, the movie, earlier but. when they're first like in the house they're leaning on this pillar and a like another i guess overhanging pillar swings down randomly and like it has you know giant nails, nails sticking, sticking out, out of it. it um and they they avoid it earlier in the movie but at this point the sheriff sheriff Gurr leans on it uh, and it comes down and, they, and just they goes. try to save him so they're like, no 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 <laughs> it's a reoccurring thing because yeah. Allison almost kills herself on it as like <clears throat> earlier too um, but it just it shoves giant nails right through his forehead through his skull. Yeah, yeah and he uh, he stumbles outside and so all all of the college kids like are sitting in the back seat of the the, the police, police car and just watching him like collapse on the ground or he makes it back to the car uh-huh. and tries yeah. to call for backup <laughs> and Tucker's but his like his brain's just not working yeah like, I was like, how, how he is goes, he even walking right now yeah, yeah. those nails were giant too. yeah you can retain some brain injuries are weird they're weird they're like so that. hyper yeah. specific like there's so many different like different regions of the brain that you can totally obliterate and a person can still like function right so I mean that checks out. I, I've seen stuff like that where you get like if you're working in construction and you get like a giant like a nail through like your eyeball or something your orbital and they like, just and, go to the hospital and they're like um this happened yeah. can you get it out and they're like well, how are you <laughs> like you just don't hit any of the major yeah. like central nervous system that's all still intact yeah that shit's wild we don't we still don't understand shit about the marine honestly. yeah that's something I've always wondered about too there's a movie where he's like there's no there's no um, nerves in the brain so you won't feel a thing and like like cutting out like pieces of the brain or something and yeah it's almost like well there's nerves it's just not there's no uh like, like nori receptors or yeah. like pain receptors right because that 
area is not supposed to get touched. Uh, Red Dragon? Red Dragon? Is that what, is that like what it is? Ray Liotta's no, 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 getting no, no, his no. head cut out. <laughs> no, no. I'm thinking of... Uh, uh, regarding Henry? <laughs> Reanimator. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, is it yeah. Reanimator? I don't know. It might be a different movie. Yeah. That's the one that I thought of because I was thinking of chopping out brains and stuff. But the idea of having, yeah, a giant object like like shoved through your skull and just mm-hmm. being able to like walk it off. Yeah. I mean, one of the <laughs> earliest like uh, medical phenomenons like that, there was a railway worker. I forget the guy's name, but it's like a huge case study that gets mm-hmm. like a, I want to say it was like late, mid to late 1800s. It's a uh, giant like a railroad tie thing. Like, like straight through, through his, his fucking head and he survived. Yeah. And that's like the case study they always hearken to is they show this picture of this dude with a fucking spike through his head and he's just like walking around. Is that how we get lobotomies, though? I think that was like... It's, yeah, it's the same thing. Right. They were like, I mean, they go... Like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Right? There is that... <laughs> this guy was uh, fine. Is it Behind the Bastards episode or last podcast where they talk about... I oh. think it's Behind the Bastards. They talk yeah. about like the OG lobotomy doctor. Yeah. Phineas would, Gage. Phineas Gage. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the name. Um, he just shoved an ice pick like through your orbital socket into your brain yeah because that's how they used to and do you it could just do it and like the that. dude was like a speed trial like yeah. he would try like, to do, do like 20 today watch yeah. this oh god uh hold, hold my beer until i need to pour it in the wound yeah uh but so sheriff nice. kirk gets a yeah. gets a lobotomy uh and uh <laughs> then the chuck the kid who was sitting in the front seat like freaks out gets out of the car and uh whips out his pistol the pistol from the sheriff's holster mm-hmm. and like points <laughs> this is the <laughs> moment so He's like he's he's pointing the pistol at Tucker and Dale and about to shoot them, but the safety is on. Yeah. Dale's yeah. like, no, no, you got to turn the safety, safety off. It's on the side. side. <laughs> so he like turns the pistol towards himself. He's like trying to figure out or like waving it at him, but and they're, they're yelling at him. Like, like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> uh, and he like blows his own brains out, and the rest of the college kids in the car like freak out. Uh, and they're kind of like locked in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chad reappears and, and uh, whips out the pistol too and starts shooting at Tucker yeah. and Dale. He goes this full Chad. They, yeah. This is when they full Chad. Never go full <laughs> Chad. Uh, that's when they take cover uh, Take cover in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he grabs his nail gun. Yeah. He said to start firing back. Yeah. We get the first. Uh, there's a couple of different little uh, Sam Raimi, other Sam Raimi references where mm-hmm. the, uh, like the suit ups um or the gear ups as they get the uh, get the nail gun out there's those quick yeah. cuts uh, yeah. as like it's like a hand like turning a knob yeah, uh, yeah. as he's putting turning the compressor on yeah yeah uh dale provides like suppressing fire with a nail gun while tucker sneaks out the back and tries to go rescue uh jangers because chad has taken the dog hostage uh when he does that flip and uh, they still don't see him, <laughs> he does a somersault like <laughs> behind them. He's doing. He's it's not like to he's caught. Like, he just goes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were doing a bit like because he couldn't reach the thing, and he was like, "Fuck, I'm, I need to go farther." <laughs> that was yeah, that he, was brilliant. Took, yeah, uh, Alan Tudyk just army crawling and uh, and and rescuing uh, Jangers the dog. Um, he runs off and. Uh, but then he they, quick, they capture Tucker. Right? Yeah, yeah, they they capture him. He, he says it's a beautiful day for a run, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> he tries to run off, but they uh, they get him pretty quickly, uh, and they they tie him up and string him up by his legs upside down and mm-hmm. uh, cut off his bowling fingers. His bowling fingers. Yeah, <laughs> and then they drop him on the front porch. Sunday scary. Can I uh, mention something real quick? Uh, did the scene already uh, happen where uh, Tucker talked to Allison about the um, 
she used to be in she's a communications major yeah they or a we psychology right yeah because he asks her oh yeah yeah that's yeah. what it is yeah their 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 little meet cute is probably the, but all of these scenes that they have the two of them together are like the best I don't know development of his character and of their little like, little relationship because mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's also yeah Tyler Levine playing this character is as so sweet and so lovable and doing his best to try to seem like educated and proper in front of her yeah yeah uh, he's, what would you uh, so what would uh, what kind of uh, what, what kind of work would you do with that mm-hmm. uh, and she talks about like you said wanting to be a therapist and wanting to help people yeah. Like, yeah, I think which is a great therapist. It's also like it comes up in the next scene or like a couple scenes later too. We're given this very like coastal elites college kids vibe where mm-hmm. it's just, she's like, I took one sociology class. And they, you know, yeah. it's a very like early college kid thing to do to be like, I'm going to go into psychology. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But she does say, and then it turns being... out she's not great at it. <laughs> I'm a terrible um, <laughs> therapist. <laughs> but her point, though, I think is that is that there's no communication mm-hmm. and that as she learns who this guy is, then she realizes he they're not bad. But yeah. none of the other yeah, people yeah. can see it because they automatically have this kind of like, uh, you know, prejudice against them, you know, yeah. which I guess is your exploitation thing. You yeah, know? it's the whole uh, and this is the the, the, fun, the running theme of the movie. Yeah, is that Chad is is super prejudiced against hillbillies. Right. <laughs> to a, because of what happened to his trauma. Yeah. His yeah. Hillbilly trauma. trauma exactly. <laughs> yeah. The uh, we get we get more development of his backstory uh, over the course of the movie. But essentially we learn. Yeah, that his that his mom was was murdered, like was forced to watch the murder of her of his dad, uh, who was never mm, found uh, right. during the Memorial Day massacre. Yeah, and then they uh, tortured his mom, and she ended up in a psych ward. Mm-hmm. Basically, and he said, yeah, he was he was told the story of the murder of his of his dad uh, by his grandmother growing mm. up. Um, so he has this deep seated hatred for for hillbillies, which is like yeah. so co- it seemed like a good place to go for them on vacation. Yeah, out into the middle of nowhere. West Virginia. Well, just yeah. this is the thing that kind of, to me, it's like, uh, why put this in the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems very like they already are running on this bit that's kind of good. You know, uh, you don't need this because this is in every horror movie too, where it's like, I'm going to explain everything that to you why I'm this way, and I'm going to end up probably being the bad guy. Yeah. but and it, It's it, like, why do they have to do that? They flip the whole genre, flip this part, you know, don't add mm-hmm. this in. To, and, to me. And it's kind of perfect, though, because it's like it's the idea is the the chat is kind of like the stand in for um, like the viewer watching old 70s and 80s movies where it's like it's just that that idea taken to it's it's like logical extreme when you're watching these old slasher movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Cabin in the Woods or um, yeah, like Last House on the Left or, you know, the Hills Have Eyes and stuff. You're like, the idea is, is uh, you, you train, like we're training the audience to, to automatically despise um, that people prejudice. that are, are outside of society or living in like rural mm-hmm. areas um, and assuming that everybody who lives in those conditions is going to be a murderous psychopath. And it's, it's a funny, it's a funny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also which like they, they then flip it. Yeah. At full, the end, which full is circle. Kind of funny too. It's also a good, like, I think it's, it a doesn't vi- really serve. I see what Jeff's saying. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't serve. It's just playing on the same purpose, right? Like, it's not bringing anything new. We already know that he's a shitty, like, yeah, prejudiced he, dude against these. He already you know, acted it out and yeah. told that shitty story in the beginning. They like, <laughs> they like, they tell it and then they tell it a second time. And then in a the, third, a third in the third act, you're like, I don't give a shit about this <laughs> guy. 
and they because they're trying to reveal more and more like each time but yeah. every time you talk he talks you're also just like ah, oh, shut the fuck up dude shut, the, yeah. shut up chad <laughs> that's so fucking God. annoying here you talk whenever they're doing they finally get to that like they're doing their session where they're sitting down uh talking to each other inside the cabin having earl gray tea yeah uh not and, chamomile. Yeah, not chamomile because that fucks up my throat. <laughs> also, the fact that he has his inhaler throughout the yeah, entire movie. Yeah, that was like, that was funny. <laughs> I love that character trait of let's him. fucking get him. <laughs> I like that's his the, the badass punctuation to everything mm. that he says. Uh, yeah. He'll be like smoking or like drinking and stuff, and then take a hit of the inhaler. Uh, he does it earlier. They're smoking a joint. He like takes a yeah. big deep like tug of the joint and then hits the inhaler <laughs> right afterward. Yeah. <laughs> what we call crossfaded babies. <laughs> you would that do it? What was it? What? Because what? It, what are inhalers and like? What do they do? Isn't it's it like albuterol? It's a bronchodilator, right? So yeah, it just like so loosens the mud, like the it like yeah, it opens up your airway, right? Yeah. So you get so that shit goes iron deep. lung. Stop that would work. He yeah. should have hit it. He should have hit the inhaler first before the joint. But yeah. Presumably, yeah. maybe it would still kind of work. <laughs> it just looks cooler when you do it the other way. Yeah. Because it's like when you what is that that shit where people like will will like smoke an entire cigarette and yeah, then drink a, a beer, shot, shotgun, and a beer. then like yeah. like blow the smoke out. <laughs> It's badass, man. It does yeah. look badass. It does look pretty cool. I can't uh, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not with that attitude. Cool you can't do that? No. I'm going to do that so. at your You wedding. could probably do it. Yeah. You can try. Let's do it. But even when they're at... Uh, <laughs> right now. It's <laughs> 11 a.m. 11 o'clock Sunday. in the morning. <laughs> hey, people don't know what time it is. Yeah. Well, that's... I was gonna say at the beginning that we didn't get our normal like beers cracking open sound on mic That's because true. it was ten a.m. Yeah, um, and <laughs> we normally don't record that record that early. No, normally not. Normally yeah. it's in the afternoon. Yeah, or night. I don't when know. I can we, crack a beer on mic. We've but. been pretty consistent about doing Sundays every now and then. Recording at night is fun too, though, because yeah, we can crack the beers and it sounds good. Mm. Uh, we get the yeah, we get the uh, the horror movie ASMR. Um, yeah, like whenever they're back in the cabin, and uh, even when he starts to tell his story, he's like, a lot, like 20 years ago before I was born. She's like, all right, maybe not that far back. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They make fun of, I, they do make fun of it, but then yeah, they fall into like, the I was, same trope. I was six. Yeah. yeah. yeah it wasn't me, man. Yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that. He's like, but it was your kind. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Dale makes his, uh, his plea of, uh, of, of saying that he, he wasn't the one involved, but then we immediately get like the next couple of kills that just sort of mm-hmm. es- escalate the movie and the, uh, the, the situation, uh, sort of out of control. Yeah. Um, and I think, well, so we got back, we get back to the house after Dale goes and rescues mm-hmm. Tucker. Tucker, um, who then immediately pours an entire beer into his gaping hand wound where they cut off his bowling finger. He's doing it as they're having the therapy session. Yeah, he's, he's in the like, corner, like hunched over a cooler, pouring it into his hand, and it's all just going in the cooler, like <laughs> bloody on the other beers. It's all I love earlier too. Whenever he's like, as he's he's trying to bargain with the college kids, and he's like, mm-hmm. I've got ten to twelve beers <laughs> ice on cold. ice. At the cabin right now, yeah. <laughs> he's like trying. They're yours. He's trying yeah. to do the math. Yeah, it's like how many have we drank how many so far? Of, y'all are there? that's like three beers a piece. <laughs> we'll be good, right? After we're, we're three even. of them have already died. Yeah. It's the you have one to pour out for each homie. Yeah, him sitting in the corner though, like trying to like as they're doing the therapy session and trying to like work through uh, the issues between Chad and Dale. He's like he's like interjecting and like commenting. He's like, yeah, he wouldn't hurt a fish. He hates fishing. Yeah. Uh, he hates fish. I want to fish. Just keeps repeating it. Um, we get these like last couple of deaths here with the uh, it's like a fucking weed whacker. Uh, yeah. So every- then the two ki- two kids were left behind. Yeah. 
and they were told they were supposed to like wait for help right mm. they were told chad tells them hey if i'm not back in 15 minutes you gotta come yeah save come, us. guns blazing yeah exactly so they come they look through the window and it looks they assume that chad's being held hostage right, right. by allison and dale because they're sitting at this table like having this weird conversation right so they come in guns weed whacker blazing yeah um and just because shred all the skin off of the one girl the one girl <laughs> who was face. already there <laughs> yeah because dale just like jumps out of, or is it tucker yeah somebody tucker jumps out of the way or something because yeah he's, he's sitting off to the side yeah uh and the one girl who was accusing allison of having stockholm syndrome uh gets her face weed whacked <laughs> yeah. off i had in my sociology class i learned about this fuck <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> and yeah. then a, a fire breaks out because they they yeah. throw the fucking lamp like i loved the dude with the weed whacker was like looking around at all his friends he's like why didn't she duck why didn't she duck <laughs> like looking for affirmation um but yeah she doesn't technically die oh yeah she yeah. doesn't die at that point she's at that just point like, she, she gets, gets exploded in a second yeah yeah um yeah the fire starts which was funny because he was pouring gasoline over the whole thing like 10 minutes before oh, yeah his well, what happens is like Chad. Chad whips. He takes the kerosene lamp and he tries to chuck it at uh, Tail or uh, Tucker and or Dale mm-hmm. uh, and misses and nails. I think Mike with it. Yeah, uh, and he's it like, "What the fuck, stop, dude? Drop and roll, man!" Yeah. <laughs> it's just like just part of his legs on fire. Yeah, he goes yeah. his and leg. Dale's it's like, leg. "It's just your leg. It's okay. <laughs> Be okay." And then the other, the blonde. Yeah, the blonde girl throws moonshine <laughs> on him. Essentially, <laughs> he says, "Don't he goes, use that. No, don't yeah. throw that." He goes up in flames. They're like, stop, drop, and roll. Stay, Stay away, away from, from the curtain. The curtain. <laughs> he goes right in the curtain. Uh, and, and then there's a pile of gas cans. Yeah. And Tucker's like, oh, I knew I should have moved those. I knew those. I should have moved those. It's just one fucked up thing after the next. It's hilarious. The blonde girl lights just, up a cigarette. Yeah, she's like, fuck this. I'm out. She goes like this right before she goes. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, I guess this is happening now. Uh, Tucker, Dale, and Allison like jump outside at the last second, and the entire entire cabin goes up in flames. It's really a shame. It explodes. Yeah, yeah it's a nice like, cabin. <laughs> they think everything's so done. Yeah, because like even the tone goes ah like that. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts too. Where like <laughs> everyone's this, dead. Yeah, this never happens dialogue wise in a movie, or it doesn't happen enough. Where uh, so Chad like bursts out of the flames and now he's like disfigured and he starts to look like the monster hillbillies that he's you know right. so afraid of or so yeah. so the against. big vibe that i got was he's two-faced now yeah right? his half <laughs> his face has been burned and he's two-faced from the dark knight right um which i don't know if this was purposeful but when he starts going off the rails like he starts mm. getting real crazy before this scene happens right. he has blood all over that side of his face oh yeah as he starts like becoming unhinged and then that's the side of his face that gets completely like mutilated yeah mm-hmm. and it would be cool if that was purposeful i don't know if it was but it's like okay he's starting to become unhinged so half his face is like yeah getting bloodier and bloodier and now it's burnt off yeah then he gets extra, thought, extra it would be i'd be interested to know if that yeah. was purposeful hey, Eli, quick quick question yeah quick question he's like uh, no we just put blood on him yeah or like but, uh the daisies that were so alive when he walks in with the bacon, they're dead. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, did they do that on purpose? Because mm. like you would have seen. <laughs> or did that. they reshoot that scene like two weeks later? Yeah, <laughs> it's the same daisies. But yeah, there are little things that like. Am I thinking that they're putting too much into this? Yeah, I mean, there's clear like, but I because some of the other movies we watched, they're like, you really have to. There's some 
like read some into some hidden it. shit. Yeah. yeah, I think this. I think it's a combination of like that. That might be true. I also think it's like an homage to, um, like in the Evil Dead, how in those movies the blood is so like perfectly makeup like mm. like the, it's done so perfectly where it frames bruce campbell's face just so well mm-hmm. um i think you might be right though it's like it's on the side of his face where it's like hinting at him like slowly yeah his progression into, yeah into hillbillydom yeah um but if i think not, it should yeah. have been yeah i think there's <laughs> yeah. also like when you do a movie like this whether it is a direct reference or not there's so many of these things that are just like in the like there's such pop pop culture staples that they're just in the background of our mind that mm-hmm. I think when you write something like this, like because they like the whole sawmill sequence, right? Yeah. Um, which is like the very next thing that happens is basically like the the uh, the whole section of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two, where or the remake uh, with Jessica Biel, where they go and like there's a giant like sawmill that um, the uh, stretch character falls into like a pit of hell, mm. and it's a whole I don't know, yeah, sawmills and cabins like they're. I don't know where this this area is located in West Virginia, but they're they're out there in the rural area with mm-hmm. industrial tools and stuff. So it's yeah, I don't know. It's a weird confluence. I mean, you got to process the lumber somehow, right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, Allison gets kidnapped by oh yeah, they they try to run off and they try to escape yeah. in the truck. Oh, well, what he, I was gonna say. So he comes, he's like <laughs> yeah. coming out of the flames, right? And Allison's like, we gotta help him, and then he like holds his axe up and just lets out this wild unhinged scream and they're like just never kidding. mind, never mind. <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i was like i feel like that doesn't happen enough dialogue wise in movies where it's like somebody says something or has a plan and then they immediately change their mind yeah. like, oh that was nope. dumb no nope. kidding yeah. uh let's get the fuck out of here yeah they get in the truck <laughs> immediately slam it into a tree yeah and so everybody uh everybody gets knocked out for a second so that allison can get kidnapped off screen uh mm. and so and tucker gets axed yeah, he gets or he gets thrown or out of the car. We assume, or assume. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, I tried to stop him, and he's like bleeding all over yeah, the place. He's up against the tree, and we think that <clears throat> Tucker might die for a mm-hmm. second. They have their their heart to heart. Yeah, the frog. Uh, yeah, <laughs> frog talk. <laughs> frog talk. You made me lick all of the. Frogs. Yeah, you let me. It made me feel kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently Tyler Levine. That was a reference to him. Like he had an experience like that as a, as a, like a teenager or something, looking like a psychedelic frog. And uh, oh no, he was uh, 14 years before that. He was in an episode of uh, I want to say like X Files or something like that, and he licks a frog. <laughs> It's a little, little Easter egg yeah. uh, from one of his older characters. It was in a, a former role. I didn't. Know yeah, that. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. It's not X Files. <laughs> Sorry, you something, IMDb. something, <laughs> something in there. Uh, but uh, this is where yeah Dale gets his pep talk and then he uh, he he runs off heroically to go rescue Allison. Um, he runs he in the goes, sawmill. Yeah, in the sawmill, and he goes and suits up uh, Sam Raimi style. Yeah, this is where he gets we get him like pulling on all the gear, getting his like spikes, you yeah, know, spikes and stuff spikes. on. Yeah, his tree climbing spikes yeah. and, and his, his welding helmet, welding mask. Yeah, um, <laughs> which he immediately. Th- this is to your point of the uh, immediately switch because she she goes Dale and he goes oh hey I'm just dressing up like this I thought it looks intimidating thanks for coming to save me I was coming this way anyways I was <laughs> well, I was in the neighborhood I'm still shy with the love I didn't realize oh, that because so it's, it's, it's so like a rom com on the side you yeah. know I mean the movie is a rom com yeah that's yeah. that's the main it's part just a of gory rom com yeah it's just a really gory rom com. Uh, yeah, he gets there. She's like tied to the, uh, like su- super villain style. Yeah. She's tied to the sawmill, the track that's like getting ready to be pushed into <laughs> right. like, the giant. Uh, and I also blade. thought so. He's like Chad does this little monologue mm-hmm. over her while he's like still trying to. Get, oh yeah, get her gross. to like kiss him. Yeah. And so originally I'm like he's two faced, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But that part is straight Heath Ledger 
Joker. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, I'm just getting started. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who are you right now? Which villain are you trying to be? Um, I just thought, yeah, it's like he pulled every Batman villain he yeah. could out of his repertoire for those two scenes. <laughs> Have they realized yet that? No, no, they haven't realized that. Uh, so this is where they. Uh, Dale starts to rescue Allison and then he appears out of nowhere and they kind of like get in the scuffle and everything. Uh, he does the magic like sideways axe throw yeah, right? yeah. to get her uh, to release her from the ropes. Mm-hmm. Um, they get in a little <laughs> fight back and forth with mm-hmm. the chainsaw. He knocks him down. Yeah. And then spike to the shin, mm-hmm. like boot spike. Uh, and they run off to like the attic of the sawmill, and that's where we reveal uh, from all the clippings and everything. They, they find you know a really convenient <laughs> newspaper. Yeah, a picture uh, of the... Of the hillbilly murderer. Yeah. Wait, that it's, is just Chad with like a shitty beard. It, it, he has like an Amish like, yeah, neck beard on essentially. Does this uh, look like anyone? <laughs> it is Jesse Moss. It's yeah. just him again like with, with the fucking neck beard. With yeah. some curly shit like glued to his face. Yeah. Um, and then they introduce, yeah, there's a pretty dark element there though. Because then that, that's when they uh, mm-hmm. they, yeah. they reveal he that like. He chainsaws his way out of the out of the mill yeah and comes up that his there. mom was graped yeah exactly yes. and then that he's the product of that essentially uh and it's like a, a weirdly like dark little moment uh that kind of reveals the rest of the plot um but then they mm. yeah they reveal him they say you know you're you're, you're half hillbilly uh it's <laughs> it's in it's your blood it's gene- yeah <laughs> fucking deal with it uh you've got the hillbilly allele <laughs> yeah uh, the way the day gets rescued is with a uh, fucking chamomile uh, yeah, there's yeah. like another little box of like loose leaves of uh, chamomile tea that they like just grind yeah. up and manage to like toss in his face real like quick. Pocket sand. Yeah, pocket what is sand. He, he launches into like the really scientific discussion of the uh, the, the anaphylactic shock, the, yeah, the active ingredient, ingredient <laughs> of chamomile tea that causes that response. And he's like, if we just give him his inhaler, he'll be fine. And then he falls out the fucking window. <laughs> he says he'll be fine as long as he's got in his his inhaler. <laughs> Um, yeah. that's pretty funny he's though. just like the fact that he's still trying to save this dude is so like the whole movie is trying not to hurt him like he could have just killed him yeah in the mill yeah but he like throws the chainsaw on his lap and runs away like right. hey, here you go sorry you might need this <laughs> <laughs> the sweetest character ever yeah um yeah then they cut to i guess that's when they, yeah they cut to a few weeks later and then alan tudyk is in the hospital uh, and he's had his bowling fingers sewed back on one of which is not his yeah not that his one looks kind of funny. <laughs> Do you remember looking like looking like that? Uh, Dale brings him a beer with a straw, with a bendy straw to drink, yeah. wrapped in a little red bow. Yeah, that's adorable. Uh, and they, uh, and then he reveals that he, uh, he and Allison are going bowling together. Mm-hmm. And they cut to the bowling scene. They have their little cute kiss. Uh, and then that really creepy dude like kidnaps that woman at the end of yeah, the movie, punches her out. <laughs> yeah. It also ends like really dark. Yeah, Dale's, Dale's like, life is short. Go talk to her. And then like three seconds later, he punches her lights out. Yeah. Like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> Round two. Yeah. This is how that's they the sequel. It. <laughs> I don't know. And that's uh, that's the movie. That's uh, and it's so fucking cute. It is. It's a yeah. This this is one that I like. It, of all like the uh, the horror comedies, I think this is one of the most like feel good ones. It has mm. a much less nihilistic ending than like Ready or Not or uh, yeah. some other horror comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody seems to make it out. Well, as I say, it has kind of a happy ending, but everybody kind of fucking dies, except for all you know. Yeah, like everything ends up okay except for all and those I mean, college yeah, kids. Yeah, Jesse's died. story just gets or Chad's story rather gets more fucked. Yeah, it gets really dark. Yeah. 
Which is kind of like you're like, you, oh shit, man, I'm sorry. Yeah, this happened to you. It kind of like it. It seems dark already when they're like setting it up in the background. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, there's something like grosser going on there. But it does kind of cross a threshold at that point, though, when they introduce yeah. that element to it. You're like, ooh, <laughs> that's dark. Yeah. That's weird. Well, and th- that's what I'm saying. It's just like, unnecessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even need that. It could have they could have gone a different way with mm-hmm. the whole, yeah. you already had me. Yeah. And now you're building this in, which is just falling and, into and another. And also, your mom was graped. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Well, I mean, every yeah. <laughs> that's, that's going to be how we, our nightcap on this. Is yeah. Like, well, it's just un, like, it's like every other movie that they're trying to make fun of and flip. Mm. That's what I'm saying. They're they're going right back into it and being like, mm. but let's have this one guy have a really long story. Yeah. And we'll make fun of it, you know, in reference that we know it's a long story, but, you know, I don't know. Like, you mentioned uh, Cab- uh, Cabin in the Woods earlier. And, like, to me, that was like, this is how you do making fun of these these movies. You know? Right. And also, I think it was kind of rom-com also. Cause oh, yeah. That girl that he was, like, they're holding hands when they're going up that elevator. Mm-hmm. That movie's mm. fucking awesome, by the way. Probably, like, yeah, we'll definitely have to put that one on the list at some point because it's probably one of the best, like, horror comedies that's ever, like, one of the best movies that's ever been made. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird how, like, how often, like, when you do, like, comedy and horror together, how good the movie ends up being. Yeah. I think it's just because the two genres are so close together. Well, and like, they take yeah. it serious, too. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, it's kind of a joke to to the viewer. But the movies played serious. Like, all the yeah. characters play seriously. But there's yeah. something with the, the collective consciousness of, of, them writing this movie and that I think because that movie came out in 2011 yeah it was like uh, right after it so they're like right together this one's focusing specifically on hillbilly mm-hmm. horror mm-hmm. and then that one's like every kind of horror that can be because it's all random in these yeah. movies and it's like this this one kind of nailed it right they gave you like a here's the one that we're currently talking about uh, kind of nailed it, but then has that shitty part at the end. To me, yeah, my opinion. Mm. I think it is a weird thing to like throw in, like right at the very. Well, it's end, just boring kinda... too. It's yeah. like we, it got flown out. You know that in the movie that guy's gonna bust out somewhere, mm-hmm. but then he busts out, and then when he runs into the tree, you're like, oh, of course he's gonna run into a tree. <laughs> yeah, and then he's not gonna kill them right away. He's gonna set up some dumb thing that we're like, why are we watching this part? <laughs> you already, you know, you, it's like an extended SNL bit, right? That is working, and then you're gonna fuck it up somehow. You yeah. Know? Thanks a lot, mm. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Craig. Uh, on the so on the list of kills, like which one is the most gruesome? Like we have so sure. sheriff. Sheriff. Oh yeah, with the yeah, that was a pretty. It rough wasn't one. immediate. And That's true. Like, I don't know. It's got. I think it's got to be the uh, wood chipper. Yeah, the wood chipper's yeah. pretty gnarly. Because then Chloe, remember Chloe, who also, by the way, every time you see her, she goes ew. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's just fucking covered in blood. She's, no, she's like she's walking all the time uh-huh. like this. Oh yeah, because she's trying to run in stilettos, and, and, and then all, yeah, the other girl going, makes fun of her for ew, it yeah. while ew. they're camping. Every time you see her run, so she goes ew, and then she's standing right there and goes, <laughs> and all that blood gets thrown on her. It's because of way it comes out is like it's like a jet stream yeah. it's not like a it's not a spray it's just like a straight gulpy like uh, like right into her which face i think when they're making the movie they're like how do we do it and they're like spraying it they're like this is gonna be funny and like, <laughs> it's just a water that's hose the way i view the whole movie <laughs> yeah. up to the very end where where it's like this is funny because it's like we're all in on the joke mm-hmm. you know i will uh, say this last week on snl with brendan gleason yeah um there's a bit I want to say it, it might be like the cold open, um, but he's like an old, old general, like medieval times. I watched a bit of it. I may be fucking this up here, but they do like a blood pact. Mm. 
and he just <laughs> slices half of his fucking hand open. That's funny. And it, they do the same like effect where you can tell it's just like a tube that's just shooting yeah. blood across. <laughs> and he, the, he explains it like, my culture doesn't do this. I didn't know how deep the oh. cut is. just like spraying blood all over every actor. You it's also just, check that out. It's, it's great. It's the Sam Raimi bit where it's like the more blood, the better. Yeah. Where it's like, it's the anti Mike Flanagan thing where it's like, because that's, that's, that was Mike Flanagan's like whole quote where he's like, if you, you know, with a certain amount of gore, it becomes a different kind of movie becomes a mm-hmm. comedy which is yeah. like that's kind of the fun part of it mm-hmm. where you get this it's like i think the two impalements are kind of boring right you get the kid I don't, yeah, the kid pretty... running into it is funny the kid mm-hmm. that falls on it is like all right that's yeah, boring. And slowly fall yeah yeah and it's the same thing yeah same. and then you get the kid uh the wood chipper kid we get uh the... nail nail in the head and the sheriff nail in the head we get weed whacker face we get, uh, uh, fire self-immolation and then the ex- self-immolation self I mean, he just blows his own yeah. brains out too. Then, There's like, yeah. Oh, that's probably the best one. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. gotta be the best one. I think that might and actually you get be the brain the safety on yeah. the uh, on the uh, cop car. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you get the that yeah. part was good, but goriest. I think you're cutting a guy in half and spraying all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not coming back from that one. <laughs> and when they when he's on the ground, Tucker. And they he pulls it over him, <laughs> like his guts all over his face. Oh yeah, they're he drags yeah. the legs out. It just like drags the had the top half of the torso over yeah. his body. Oh god, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a silly. And silly... the cop comes up. He's still holding the the leg up the whole time. While he's oh, yeah. to the cop. Hey, let me, let me just put this down real quick. What you boys doing out here? <laughs> I told you. You would not believe. We have had a doozy of a day. <laughs> Um. Yeah, this movie like it. So yeah, it has a really weird release. It's in development for like over two years, and then finally gets made and released uh, at Sundance and then at South by uh, in 2010 uh, with like a somewhat wide release in 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, movie like cost 30, 30 theaters or yeah, something like that. And, and so it's it's a Canadian uh, film. It was filmed in Canada um, uh, with a five million dollar budget over the course of one month. Um, a really short filming schedule and a really tiny release schedule. Um, that of that five million dollars at the box office, it only makes five point two to five point five million dollars back uh, within that very very limited release. Mm-hmm. Um, Nailed so it. Just barely, yeah. So I think that maybe it says also a little bit more about maybe why we haven't seen a whole lot more from Eli Craig. Um, I think this was just like a random uh, the funding for this too. I can't remember what the studios were for this actually. Uh, um, Magnolia. Okay. Yeah. This is it's such a weird like like I said. This seems like such a weird project to give to somebody like this, where it's like, yeah, you've done nothing. Yeah, it's a little one. Yeah, he's, the dude is completely unproven. Yeah, you know, unless it makes you wonder, like, did Eli Craig know? Yeah, Alan or Tudyk, or yeah, or put his money into it or something. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's, that's what did this guy do before? Yeah, exactly. Like he that's got what I'm five saying. million dollars. He was apparently like, I mean, so yeah, he was like, he's like an outdoorsman, and he used to like <laughs> take uh, like troops on like nature hikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually one interview that I think is really interesting. He talks about how like putting setting a movie in the woods and setting a horror movie in the woods and how when you take people out to go camping um and you go on like really really long hikes out into the like the real like the actual wilderness where you're hiking all day to get you know 15 20 miles out yeah. in the middle of nowhere and set up camp um how he he talks about in those experiences talking like young kids down from being afraid of you know killers and this mm-hmm. idea that we have in our head of people wandering around the woods and psychos being out there that'll come and murder you and he's like if somebody were to get all the way out here and then wanted to try to kill you they would be fucking exhausted like we are yeah like it, that's so much work to like try to come out here to like, kill somebody we spent all day isolating ourselves yeah from 
the rest of society. Yeah. Anybody, like, all the killers I, are in the city. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody's going to do all this work just yeah. for this. Like, and it, he said something in that, though, like, actually, like, I had never thought about before, but he's like, yeah, that's why I think the woods are actually safer. Like, it's like you go out mm. in the middle of like those woods and stuff. And other than the elements and like wild animals, like you're safer from people than you are anywhere else. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's actually a good point. <laughs> like, it's not something I'd ever thought about, but it's funny because we have this idea, like in, you know, the tropes that this movie exploits of this idea of you go out in the middle of nowhere and not that's only where the crazies are. Yeah. And you're also vulnerable. Yeah. Mm. To, to, to whomever maybe, maybe out there. Um, yeah, the the crazies. That's a big. That's the mm-hmm. the, the joke is about, and it's a. Uh, I don't. It, there's a little bit of, of whiplash going from Texas Chainsaw Massacre to this, but like it's it's hilarious. The because uh, like like we said, that is like the uh, the logical extreme mm-hmm. of uh, of when you're afraid of of hillbillies and and people that live out outside of uh, metropolitan areas. Um, I mean, most of those people are nicer than all the people in this shitty city. So yeah. Better drivers. <laughs> Better drivers. I, I mean, know. most of them are nice. Yeah. I was having, I didn't know how they were going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they immediately just tell you, yeah, we're nice people. Yeah. And they're just doing jokes about like when you were talking about the, the grocery list. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, they're just like letting you in on the joke to begin with. I thought it was going to mm. build up in some kind of way. And reveal that they're like, you know. Yeah. They're not mm-hmm. evil, you know. No. But, uh, no, the movie's about them. It. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the movie's about Tucker and yeah. Dale and about their because their relationship too. Like the way it develops over the course of the movie is so cute. Like the the the, the <laughs> amount of pain in Alan Tudyk's face whenever they're <laughs> they're they're pressed against the floor in the cabin, right? Uh, at whenever Chad has gotten the gun and he's like pumping rounds into the side of that the, the cabin, mm-hmm. which like I don't know how much ammo that cop had with him or whatever, but they they he yeah it also looked like it was like a revolver or something and he just keeps blasting yeah yeah I but, read no, what th- it, that yeah. gun actually has uh six shots and yeah. he shot eight uh that was I mean, a, he shot that was like a, 50 it was a mess up <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah it seemed like a lot yeah but uh they're pinned <laughs> to the ground in that cabin scene and uh alan tudyk's like this never would have happened if we or dale's like this never would have happened if we wouldn't have gone fishing and alan tudyk's like that's not even an option yeah <laughs> <laughs> And he says, I don't even... What else were we supposed to do I out know. here? He says, I don't even like fishing. And just like I said, the, the amount of pain and, and just like like horror on, on Tucker's face when he says that is so yeah. cute. I'm sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. Did I hurt your feelings? Did I hurt your feelings? <laughs> the, most, the most emotionally available hillbillies you'll, you'll ever see in any movie. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. It is a rom-com first. Oh, yeah. As I'm thinking about it, yeah. and then they're mixing in the horror thing and fucking it up yeah. around, you know? Cause, but then they flip the rom-com thing, too, because he's a big dude who's like, you know, what does he say? Like, you're not that bad looking or something like <laughs> that. Says, oh, not, yeah. I'm not good looking. He's like, you're not that bad looking <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie. He's like, I don't know, because Tyler Levy looks, he's, he's fine, he's cute. This is like the, this is like the huskiest he I, he looks, I think, ever. And when you see him, mm-hmm. like, before and after this, yeah. like, he's, I mean, obviously he's like, he's trying to look scraggly and, like, long-haired and, you know, with a big beard. Scruffy. Yeah. Well, I just mean he doesn't look like your typical, like, rom-com Yeah. Dude. They yeah. talk about, um, there's an interview between him and Alan Tudyk where the interview asks, they... I don't know. It's a really gross interview from like 2010 where he's like, all right, how about the kiss? How was it without, with, uh, with, <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you could tell that they're kind of put off by the question. They're like, Oh, uh, I don't know. And so he kind of deflects by the being whole like, point of this movie was y'all making fun of people that look like me. And now you're going to make fun yeah. of someone that looks like me for kissing someone that looks like her. Well, that's the way up. he like kind of tries yeah. to pivot because he tries to take, I think he tries to take the attention away from Chris, uh, Kristen Bowden, uh, and like, uh, Katrina Bowden. And, um, 
he's like it, he's like it just kind of looks funny because like, you know you, you look at me and like you know on the, the day or whatever it, it was a whole thing and he talks about like her getting lost in his beard and he's like yeah mm-hmm. we had some trouble finding my mouth at first but you know that just happens <laughs> um which does it happens when you have like your mustache yeah. overgrown yeah it's a, it's a pain to kiss with a with a bunch of facial hair um yeah they talk about uh in those interviews with like katrina about katrina Bowden too who also seems to be aware like as an actor she seems very aware of her like typecasting too which is kind of mm, cool right like her real life persona is apparently a lot like the character in this movie at least you know on like the empathetic and like smart level mm-hmm. um because yeah tyler labine and um and uh alan tudyk talk about how like and she also seems to be like ironically aware of herself too like she also is in uh piranha 3d and like uh-huh. some other just you know ridiculous like kind of roles where she plays like the sub like a subverted idea of you know the classic either you know beautiful final girl or yeah you know, yeah um which is nice i think you know and i think it comes off I, I think without that this movie doesn't really work very well right like you have to have that's a very important person to cast in that role who yeah. can um carry it through and not not it not be like gross on that or giant rock yeah yeah <laughs> looking like a wolf yeah about to howl you know <laughs> it looked i mean that looked genuinely dangerous i was like no this is what <laughs> Someone's if it's slippery um uh, but yeah, Tucker and Dale. This is a great movie. I think I don't know. I, I I like this movie, and I think it's a really easy one to watch for people who especially aren't like maybe like huge fans of horror. So it's a good it's a good uh, uh, sort of palate cleanser for for our horror series, and then also a good gateway horror for people who, who don't like it a whole lot. Yeah, it is gateway um, horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get a little taste, and then you just gotta you gotta get some more after that. Um, but uh, so yeah, that, that this is kind of the end of our series on slashers. Uh, I, we watched Tucker and Dale this week. Have you guys seen anything else? Did you, Jeff, did you see anything else this week that you uh, or in the past couple of weeks, either TV or movies that you either hated or well or loved? I wrote one down because you said to write. You know what should people? You know this is the way I heard what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie that people should go see if they haven't seen it already is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think people just saw it and they're like, yeah, that's going to be funny. Or they have this idea and it was everything that you think it's going to be and more. Like, I'm about to cry right now thinking about the movie. Seriously. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's on streaming now, too. So you can yeah. watch it like on, on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, on Amazon Prime to like rent. Um, and it's getting some like Oscar whispers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's being screened for uh, the Academy and it's apparently getting very good reception. So we'll mm-hmm. see how it like how it fares uh during award season next year because you're right like i think we've recommended that one before too where it's it's just like when that movie came out i saw it in i think i saw it in texas theater um when it Mm -hmm. came out uh like with my little brother and it's one of those ones where you you find yourself yeah like tearing up at like not even like the sad parts but just like just the it's so heartfelt yeah Yeah. the happy absurd parts and it's i don't know yeah it's just it's also just a love letter to michelle yao's career and and like the, the best way possible um, I mean, you don't even like have to have anything that they have. Like, a, you want to say it's a family, mm-hmm. and I, you know, those parts are like heartfelt. Like what you're saying, but then also she just fights for people. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and the and the the flying back and forth of time is not confusing. Yeah, once you understand the the thing that they're doing, and then because some of these movies they're like, wait, what? Yeah, what are we doing? Like Tenet. I yeah. find myself <laughs> I, like I love Christopher Nolan. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but when you're going red, blue, back and forth, car going backwards, wh- what's happening? I've seen that movie mm. five times, and I still can't follow it. Like really, I get from it, to end. but but yeah. also, do we have to do that? <laughs> like I, I don't need a map, you know, to at the end to be like, okay, remember this one part where good, but that you just go and they're in a different world, and uh, 
like I wanted to explore even more yeah. of those worlds that they were going through. You know, yeah. Like, uh, what was the one recently uh, with the the Doctor Strange? Oh yeah, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. Like that was the only which has like three universes. In yeah, total. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one of them is kind of a jokey like yeah. liquidy verse, and he yeah. like makes fun of it. You know, I'm like, go through more of the verses, dude. It's yeah. the thing with like Marvel movies where it seems like they set up because the same thing happened in Thor. It seems like where it's like there are like five other set pieces that were probably like optioned in the script or like written into the story that like they just didn't get to because of production yeah like they could have spent like but that's what we what we want you're like oh go do something weird dude like go yeah yeah, go be weird with it we don't want this like the boring Mm. main storyline or whatever you know actually yeah i mean that's like justin roiland with like the rick and morty multiverse like the episodes where they traverse all those multiverses they do it right because that's i'll watch a whole fucking episode of just these absurd universes i'll watch it yeah i don't care like the and, multi, and it's you, a multiverse TV, right? Yeah. Where they're like, I just want that remote. to be a fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Because that that's kind of idea like idea as a concept. That's is why so it's funny, popular right? in the yeah. like in pop culture now too. I think like honestly, like Rick and Morty is the one that mm-hmm. that's the show that kind of made it Kicked a mainstream it sort of idea mm-hmm. that like now everybody's just okay with like everybody everybody is understands multiverses and how they work in pop. Yeah, in so you don't have to now. explain it. Yeah, you actually made me like that movie more. Uh, the multiverse movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I heard your like breakdown of it and how it was like Sam Raimi, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, okay, I do see those things that you're talking about, but it's still boring. Those are the only. Those are the. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not a good movie, but it would be a worse movie without the Sam Raimi stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. the only thing that makes it watchable and interesting. And it really isn't a bad movie. Yeah, it's just that's like. Just- I think it's a bad movie. <laughs> I mean, well, I was like, you say that I was entertained while I watched it. And yeah. I'm never going to watch it again. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny. It's funny. Cause I had the, like I, I've watched it a couple of times. Cause I think it is like a funnier movie to rewatch because it mm-hmm. has those like elements in it where I'm yeah. like, all right, this is fun. I can, I can rewatch. Well, when you yeah. see Bruce Campbell at the hot dog stand, yeah. that's why. <laughs> he's yeah. got the pizza balls. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. And they're like little bits like that, that you see through the movie that they're like showing, like, I didn't know the car was in it. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is such a cool, you know, reference. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking Sam. Every fucking like, movie. He's, yeah. He's yeah. not going to not put it in his movie. Uh, oh, it was you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those were all cool and it made me like appreciate the movie more which is like with anything really if you have some kind of like knowledge of it right you're gonna appreciate it more but as a movie as a whole of not appreciating those things not understanding those things it was kind of just like eh, you know mm-hmm. which some of those marvel movies are good i mm-hmm. think even though some people are like book more movies yeah. which i don't understand yeah. a movie is fun you know which like, i guess if you want to cycle back i don't have a bad movie because i think it's just this is lame and cliche maybe but I just think it's a person. They got to the point where they made that movie. There are a bunch of producers involved, you know, and and you you like it or you don't like it. You fall, yeah. You fall in the same category as me, where it's like I like everything. Yeah. And I'm just like I'm mm. just happy that that it's out there. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I've, I've been trying as long as I'm entertained. Yeah. For the like the duration of the movie. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Know? There well, has been some stuff. It, if it is bad. I'll I'm probably even falling asleep before that. Yeah, and then or I'm I'll not walk out of my the time. Movie. It's okay. But what's the point of me saying, Tyler, do not go see this movie? Yeah, because it's just save rude. yourself the time. Yeah, yeah. it's kind I mean, of if like, we have the same, I will say that yeah. about the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. I did say that on our last episode. That movie is garbage. Don't watch it. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's that's a garbage. That's a garbage movie that Netflix made that you nobody should should care to watch. Well, uh, I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, but it's just weird because you say that, and then like if you look at the comments, there's like this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, or something you know, like well that person does, yeah. and you immediately don't like that person yeah you, know? <laughs> like, that, you don't yeah. know shit you're a fucking idiot yeah. and I do I do Malachi hate Malachi 30 <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I tend to hate watch some stuff too. So it's like like the fucking Pinocchio movie or like I hate uh, watch that oh Predator movie. Oh, Prey? Yeah. Oh, you didn't like Prey? No, no, no. I hate watched it because I was like, fucking, let's see what how they messed up Predator. And then it blew your and fucking mind. And then I was mind. like, what? They're taking off the mask? Yeah. <laughs> It was That's exactly other, how that experience should go. Other than death yeah. part, yeah. spoilers, uh, I was like, really? She kills it that quick? But I mean, if you're a predator, you would know how to kill it. Yeah. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that but I'm, that's justifying it because I like the whole movie. I'm yeah. like, who cares yeah. about that one yeah. part? The movie's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's when so he good. tears apart that bear, I'm like, hell yeah, dude. He's <laughs> like bathing was... in the blood. Uh, that was he's... one of my favorite movies I've watched in the last few months. Oh, yeah, probably. absolutely. Oh, sorry to take your movie. I don't know. Sorry. No. Do you have any other? Uh, that was my one movie. Um, I haven't watched much of anything recently. The whole like wedding in two weeks <laughs> thing. Um, oh, you're and, doing stuff. Uh, yeah, I'll just be watching this movie out here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that part. Can you guys loop it back? Uh, I haven't watched much. I know Daniel saw Bones and All at Fantastic Fest. Yeah, I think. man, I saw the trailer for that at and the I'm, Halloween screening. I think dude. it comes out November 23rd, yeah. like late November, um, and it looks really fucking good. Dude, like that's yeah. my next looking forward to. Absolutely. Uh, Chloe Svigny, Timothy Chalamet, Mark Rylance, um, horror elements in there, mm-hmm. drama, romance. It looks really good. Yeah. You don't even trip on her name at all. Chloe Savigny. Is there some? There's an umlaut in there or something. I don't know. Right? No, you just like did it though. I was proud. Uh, I can't do it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. But that looks really good. I haven't seen Smile yet either. Um, oh, but I, gotta man, go I can't see wait Smile. for you to see Smile. It's good. It's yeah. From what I'm hearing, like they've done jump scares better than anybody has in like the last 10 years it's because yeah it's because like <clears throat> when you put jump scares in a horror movie it can be earned or un- or unearned right and mm-hmm. sometimes you know you have movies that are chock full of jump scares as like it, like with editing like filler where it's right. an- yeah where yeah. it's annoying and it's like it's because you're not you're not building enough t- up enough tension, tension yeah. like yeah you're not you're not properly establishing like the tone of the movie but in this one there's jump scares in it but the way that the movie is is made and the way the plot works and the way the monster and the, and the plot works creates the mechanism Attention. that yeah. justifies all of the weird mm. um jump scare and like weird sort of plot stuff that happens mm. that you know it, it makes it make sense um yeah go, yeah go listen to our episode on smile we, we talk about it in depth mm. it's, it's really fucking awesome um yeah i've been watching i don't know so i've seen like we're, we're probably gonna cover the new hellraiser and uh over the weekend i watched the new halloween Mm-hmm. we'll probably do some episodes on those because um they deserve their own entire uh conversation yeah. uh so i'll save my opinions for those uh <laughs> one weird little break in like the horror movie uh watch list that i've had over the weekend um we were on amazon watching something and then like one of the very next things that got, that got uh queued up was uh stick it uh, from 2007. Is Have it you... like a gymnastics yeah. thing? You remember so, this fucking movie? Um, <laughs> it's like, uh, what's the dance one, right? Uh, it's like it's the same like, idea. Yeah. It's like bring it on. Or... Yeah, bring, bring it, it on, on. But it's, it's like gymnastics yeah. instead. Yeah. So or you got served. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what was the drum hear me one? Out. Yeah. Oh, uh, drum line. Yeah. 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 Uh, so hear me out. This movie's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking right, I'm has, going to okay. Add to watch so, list. 2006. Yeah, it's it's got Missy Peregrine and uh, Jeff Bridges in there. Uh, they're like Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Bridges plays the coach, and uh, uh, yeah, it's like a gymnastics like coming of age like kind of thing. Hmm. And like, 
I think oh we 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 came upon it because there was like a, a a music clip that played at the end of some show we were watching and it's the intro music for the movie, uh, and we were watching mm. it and I was just I don't know what kind of mood I was in but like sitting there on the couch I was like yep that's the one, uh, I was like this movie fucks <laughs> like it's yeah. really good I mean honestly Hell like yeah, the dude. ratings <laughs> fuck yeah the ratings and reviews are not. Ter- you would expect them to be terrible. It's right? getting like yeah, it has like middle of the ground ratings yeah. on on uh, like IMDb. It's and got stuff. thirty-two on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, that's oh, fucking, yeah. Oh. Fuck the internet. I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a perfectly fine. I, yeah, like, as Jeff said earlier, either you like it or you don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm and not hating on it. Travis fucking loves it. I fucking love Stick It, and I just think that people need to go watch it. It's uh, got a seventy-three audience score. So that's what really they matters. do say. I don't fuck give a it. shit what the critics say. Yeah, yeah. It's a I don't know. It's it's a great movie. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. Uh, you have any other recommendations? That's all you have right now. Uh, no. Just, just want to make sure I'm not cutting you guys off. No, I just want to make sure I'm not cutting you guys off. Well, I said bones and all, right? And watching this with Alan Tudyk, if you haven't seen a Knight's Tale or you nice. haven't rewatched it <laughs> in the last year or two, do it. Heath Ledger, Alan Tudyk, it's fucking great. Colden. It holds up. It really holds up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, it's on Netflix. Or it was. It probably still is. It might be. I don't know. Um, I haven't checked. It's before. on some streaming yeah. service somewhere. Night still. Yeah. Do it. Um, yeah. So uh, that's the end of our series on Slashers. So our next series that we're about to start here, uh, we're in the middle of October, and we're about to kick off a entirely new set of movies on psychological thrillers. Hell yeah! So um, that's you know, my the, fave. yeah, you know, the very first movie we're doing for that. Nope. Per usual. Suspiria. Oh yeah, no, I did know that. Did, we just talked about that last <laughs> night. Um, the original, yeah, the original the Suspiria uh, is what we're going to be covering for next week. Um, so watch that and then come listen to us uh, talk about it. Um, mm. There's a couple other I things. I realized it probably sounded like I was saying nope. <laughs> oh, like yeah. nope. No, we already did. No, that movie. no, that nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're going to be covering Suspiria to start our series on psychological thrillers, uh, which is going to be really fun. Uh, there's a lot of like weird ones that are going to be in there that I'm really excited to get to because I think it's going to take us like in a different sort of like. Uh, I don't know. We're just going to put us in a different headspace. I'm excited about it. Um, hey, there's some other stuff going on. Uh, so it's October. We've uh, been doing some stuff on social media and a lot of fun other shit. Um, mm-hmm. On the 26th here in Dallas, uh, we are going to be hanging out with the guys from There Are Too Many Movies um, at the Texas Theater uh, on Wednesday, October 26th at 830. Um, we are presenting uh, a screening of Scream 2. Um, so I think it's going to be me and the three guys from that podcast. We're going to hang mm-hmm. out and basically do like a live show. Um, it's going to be real fun. You get there at like eight. We're going to be hanging out, talking, doing, get talk, some drinks. Yeah, get some drinks. Get some if you've ever hung out at the Texas Theater, it's fucking badass. And it's just going to be a bunch of us just goofing around. I and won't be there because I got to go marry. Yeah, he's got to go. Uh, I'll be. It's literally the day the before, day before, before we, you before have I to, have yeah. to leave for your fucking <laughs> wedding. So it's going to be perfect. Uh, so. We're gonna be hanging out for that. Go get your tickets. It's uh, it's like it's like ten, twelve dollars or something mm-hmm. uh, on presale. Um, there'll be links on social media and stuff. It's gonna be super fun. Uh, I'm excited to do like a fun live show, and uh, we might have some uh, merch and stuff uh, to sell there too. So that'll be great. Um, yeah, this pa- uh, podcast has a Patreon. It's patreoncom slash scariesundayscaries. Uh, go on there. Uh, you can listen to episodes early. You can get early access to some of the new stuff we're putting out um, and episodes as soon as I get done editing them. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have an Instagram page. 
at scary sunday scaries if you want to see us post about random shit uh in the horror community movie stuff letterbox reviews other fun stuff like that yeah the best <laughs> i've been getting letterbox a lot of feedback reviews. on my letterbox reviews and uh mm-hmm. that's it brings me Ooh, brings me great joy i've got a good twitter account that i have to send you it's nice. called Lepertoxed. <laughs> it's just like the word like this person who scours letterbox and finds the, the best ones. Rev- yeah, I'll, I'll fucking, share it with I'll you. Spend, dude, I spend so much time on Letterboxd now. I just yeah. go through there and just read the fucking... The content is so incredible. good, man. Yeah. I get like half the content for this podcast is now going to start coming from Letterboxd, yeah. honestly. Now I'll, like, I'll see reviews on like <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. I'm like, yeah. these are fucking stupid. Where's the jokes? Yeah. I want jokes. Yeah. Um, I don't want to know what you actually thought about the movie. I want also <laughs> jokes. There's there's an art form. There's an art form to writing a letterbox review because it's like I don't. I also don't want to spoil the movie. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like I keep. I, I see like you know new horror movies as soon as they come out. So it's like, what is something funny to put in somebody's brain that they're going to be thinking about as they watch the movie that right. comes to full realization once they've actually seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I love letterbox. Uh, so yeah, follow us on socials. Uh, come back next week and listen to us talk about Suspiria. Uh, if you want to follow me uh, personally, I'm at Trap the Guy on Instagram. I'm at Ty Mance, T-Y-M-A-N-T-Z. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give people your personal uh, social media stuff? Oh, yeah, I'm at Classic Fryman. Hey. And, uh, you know, put comments in the in the little thing below and say, more Jeff. More Jeff. More, more, more Jeff. Jeff. More Jeff. 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 Fuck yeah. All right, guys. Uh, come hang out next week. And uh, don't let you know, don't, don't get too worried about the rest of this week. It's a sunny scary as you're. No thing. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, don't be scared. Be okay. Don't be scared. It's raining today. It's really nice out. <laughs> yeah. I slept great last night. Me too. Just that little drizzle. <laughs> little drizzle. <laughs> little, that's, yeah, that's my SoundCloud. Team Ass coming to you. Little drizzle. Little drizzle. drizzle. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Sunday Scaries. <laughs>